Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Matthew. Hey, faithful listeners, welcome to the P40 Ministries podcast. I am Jen, the host, and today we are going to be discussing Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 through 25 today. I would love it if you guys could grab your Bibles. And you know, I often say that because I don't want you guys to just take my word for it. I would love for you guys to actually open the Bible and read along with me just to make sure that I am accurate. So I would love it if you guys could grab your Bibles and to open up with me and read along in whatever version you like to read out of and make sure to grab that cup of coffee as well because it is a very tiring day today, isn't it? It's been raining for the past couple days where I live and for some reason the rain just makes me super sleepy and I know a lot of other people that are similar to that as well. They get really sleepy whenever it's raining out or something like that. But anyway, grab that Bible, grab your coffee or your cup of tea, and let's go ahead and start reading. And by the way, I'll be reading out of the W.E.B. version today, as I always do. Then one of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? So they weighed out for him thirty pieces of silver. From that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of the unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying to him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain person and tell him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. The disciples did as Jesus commanded them, and they prepared the Passover. Now when evening had come, he was reclining at the table with the twelve disciples. As they were eating, he said, Most certainly I tell you that one of you will betray me. They were exceedingly sorrowful. And each began to ask him, It isn't me, is it, Lord? He answered, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man goes even as it is written of him, but woe to that man through whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who betrayed him, answered, It isn't me, is it, Rabbi? He said to him, You said it. Hopefully you remember on Tuesday that we are discussing the woman who came to Jesus and poured the expensive ointment on him as a way for her to show him basically how dedicated she was to him and how she was giving him a very precious and very expensive gift. That gift would have been worth a ton of money nowadays. It was a whole year's wages back in the days of Jesus. And on Tuesday, I mentioned that that is similar to a very expensive car for most people in America. It would have been like a brand new Lexus or something like that. So this woman was essentially giving Jesus a brand new car, a brand new expensive car to Jesus. uh, And that would have been the same price as this perfume that she basically gave to Jesus and uh, poured it on him. And so this was a wonderful act that this woman did. And Jesus was very happy with it. But then Judas, one of the 12, though it doesn't say that in Matthew, Matthew didn't give that particular part away. But later on in other uh, 
books of the Bible, we do find out that it was Judas that was all upset at that woman giving Jesus this expensive gift. And so Jesus confronts Judas in front of everybody that was inside that house. And he was like, leave that woman alone. She did something very nice for me, very sweet for me. And so Judas gets angry. It was like Judas's last straw pretty much with Jesus. And it says here in verse 14 through 16, that Judas decided to kill Jesus, to uh, go to the chief priests and the scribes, basically, and betray Jesus to them. And Judas asks the priest, he's like, what are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? Now, the other thing was, not only was Judas upset at Jesus yelling at him, possibly, but he was also a greedy, greedy man. We find that out later as well, where Judas was actually the uh, keeper of the money. He was the treasurer of Jesus's disciples, and he would often uh, skim some off the top for himself. And so he was a very greedy man. So not only was he angry at Jesus, he was greedy. He wanted that money. And so he asks the scribes and the Pharisees, how much are you willing to give me if I basically betray Jesus to you guys? And so it says that they weigh out 30 pieces of silver to him. Now, a lot of people say that 30 pieces of silver at this point in time would have been approximately 10% of a yearly wage. So somewhere from 300 to $500 is what I would guess nowadays is what, um, this would have been worth in Judas's day and age. So it wasn't a whole lot of money. I mean, yes, 300 to $500 is some money, but it's not a ton. In fact, at Jesus's time and in the Levitical law, that is what people paid for a slave. And in Jewish culture in this time period, slaves were different back then, but I'm not going to get into that. But Jesus was sold at the price of a slave. And this reminds me of another story we just talked about recently as well, which was Joseph's story, where he was betrayed by his own brothers and sold as a slave to Egypt. So Joseph's story and Jesus's story really line up on a lot of different things, which is one of the reasons I find it just absolutely a fascinating story, both Joseph's story and Jesus's story together. But Judas, who is one of Jesus's closest friends, decides that he's going to betray Jesus at the price of a slave. Jesus ends up going to the cross as a slave. In fact, Jesus had said that he was going to be a servant to the people. He said that he was a servant. He was a suffering servant. Uh, there's an old, old hymn that starts out by saying, man of sorrows, what a name. La, 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 la. <laughs> I don't remember the entire thing, but Jesus was a man of sorrows. And he claims that he is a man of sorrows. He was a suffering servant and he said he was, and he ends up being sold for a servant's wage. And so it says that on, in verse 16, that after Judas was paid, he began looking for little opportunities, any opportunity he could get really to betray Jesus to the chief priests. So after this, it says here that it was the first day of the unleavened bread. Now, a lot of skeptics of the Bible actually like to point out that John says something different. John says that it was before the feast of the Passover. And let me uh, let me pull up that verse real quick and I will show you that one. It actually says it in John 13 verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come and that he should depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And so John mentions that it's before the feast of the Passover and Matthew mentions that it's at the feast of the Passover or the day of the Passover. 
And so the most logical explanation for this is both John and Matthew were correct and that it was right before the feast of the Passover, but Jesus and his disciples ended up eating the Passover meal early because it was such an important thing for Jesus to eat the Passover meal with his disciples. And that's actually mentioned in Luke that Jesus says it was very important for him to eat the meal with his uh, disciples. And Jesus likely died on Passover day. So yes, it was correct that John was saying it was before the Passover and Matthew was saying it was at the Passover Jesus just ate it at a different time than most of the Jews would have eaten it. And that's the most likely explanation and the most logical explanation, honestly, because that's kind of how things line up in the Bible. And so anyway, it says here that Jesus uh, was about to prepare the Passover meal with his disciples. And they asked him saying how Jesus would like them to prepare the Passover and where they should prepare the Passover. And so Jesus says to them, he's like, go into the city to this person and tell him the teacher says, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So we don't know exactly, um, who this person was. We don't know who this person was at all, but Jesus likely knew this person, knew, maybe personally knew this person, that um, they were going to give Jesus uh, the their room for eating the Passover meal or something like that. Who knows? But Jesus tells his disciples to go and talk to this man or woman in the city and tell them that his time is at hand and that we want to prepare the Passover dinner at their house. And so that's exactly what happens. <laughs> the disciples did everything that Jesus commanded them. It says in verse 19, and they prepared the Passover meal. And so that man or woman, whoever belonged to that house, was completely fine with the disciples preparing the meal in that house. And so it says that evening had come and Jesus was reclining at the table with his 12 disciples. And it says that they were eating. And uh, he says to them, most certainly I tell you that one of you will betray me. And it says that they were exceedingly sorrowful and each of them began to ask him, it isn't me, is it Lord? And so he's, so all of his disciples are surrounding this table, including Judas. And Jesus is saying, one of you tonight are going to betray me. And so the 12 disciples are all really upset and they're like, it's not me, is it Lord? And so they were all super sorrowful apparently. And they began to ask him each. And so Jesus says, the person who dipped his hand in with me in this particular dish will betray me. So there are different kinds of um, things that Jewish people eat for the Passover dinner. And a lot of them are different uh, sauces and stuff like that. I've had traditional Seder meals before and um, they're very interesting, but, but they have a lot of different sauces and dips, it seems like to me. And so whoever was eating out of a particular bowl of dip with Jesus at that time period was the one who was going to betray Jesus. And Jesus Jesus is like, the person who I'm sharing this chip dip here with is the one who is going to betray me. Now, it wasn't actually chip dip, but whatever. And so Judas, who was sharing the, the dip with Jesus, was like, it isn't me, is it, Rabbi? And Jesus says, you said it. And that's where we end on verse 25. Now, I was wondering, why would Judas even ask? I just thought that was so funny. Judas knew it was him. Of course he knew it was him. He was actively trying to plan to uh, betray Jesus, yet he asks Jesus, it isn't me, is it Jesus? And this kind of makes me wonder, and I just had this thought, Judas was probably saying this to almost seem like he was one of the 12 disciples because all the other 12 disciples had already asked Jesus, is it me, is it me? And they were all super sorrowful. 
Now, it doesn't say that Judas was super sorrowful when he was asking Jesus this. Maybe Judas just didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. Maybe he just did not believe it and was thinking, even if I ask Jesus this question, was it me? Chances are he's not actually going to know it was me. Who knows what Judas was thinking at this time period? But whatever it was, he had a lot of disbelief in who Jesus was in order to ask that question to Jesus in front of all those different disciples. So just the amount of hypocrisy that Judas had during all of that is just absurd. Just he knew that he was the betrayer, yet he was confident that Jesus was not going to say outright that it was Judas, or maybe he just believed that Jesus just didn't know. And I don't know what Judas was thinking exactly. But that is how we are going to end this podcast episode today. And we are going to talk more about this on uh, Tuesday. So join me next Tuesday at 6am to discuss, I think the rest of this chapter. Yeah, probably the rest of this chapter here. And we are going to be discussing uh, some more things out of Exodus as well. So join the P40 Ministries podcast tomorrow morning and tune in at 6 a.m. or later. You don't have to get up at 6 a.m. But that is when the podcast episodes air. But um, we are going to be discussing some stuff out of Exodus as well. And we're going to be lining up, I think, the Passover in Exodus with Passover here, which is super cool. I hope so. I really want that to line up, but we'll see if it does or not. So friends and faithful listeners, if you liked this podcast episode, please rate it five stars from wherever you're listening on, whether it be Audible or uh, Apple Podcasts or anything like that. I'm pretty sure Google Podcasts and Spotify don't let you rate podcasts, which is absolutely fine. But if you are listening on Audible or on Apple Podcasts, please rate the podcast and write a review because the more ratings I get, the more people can find the P40 Ministries podcast and the more the Bible gets spread. Isn't that crazy? It's a crazy world we're living in where all you have to do to spread the gospel is to rate a podcast. Isn't that funny? But anyway, friends and faithful listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Happy listening and God bless. Oh, 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 oh,